I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast ad is brought to you by the Genesee Brewery. Since 1878, we've poured generations of brewing craft into each Genesee beer. Genesee has seen it all and adapted to the times without sacrificing our integrity. Through trusting our age-old techniques and our state-of-the-art brewery, we aim to brew the highest quality beers. That's because Genesee is after something special. Quality beer that brings people together to create new memories and to celebrate traditions. Genesee beers are best enjoyed with good family and good friends. Always drink responsibly. Yeah, Logan, always drink responsibly. Mm. I'm out. That sounded good. That sounded right. good. So what? shout out, Genesee. Thank you for the sweet Instagram video. And uh, obviously, the one and only Brandon J. McDermott on The Voice. I appreciate you, my dude. I asked him, like, I was like, hey, man, if you get a chance at some point, do you think you maybe can uh, do this? First take, at least, that he sent to me. And it was it felt like it was like five minutes later, and he crushed that out. And I was like, god damn, you are you should run a radio station when you get older. Well, <laughs> being a content creator doesn't work, Brandon. You should totally pursue a career in radio. You know, yeah, have uh, you ever have you ever seriously thought about doing that? Like I have. And I'll tell you this, they both never mind if I gotta say it. <laughs> the pay is not great in one or both. Yeah. But either way, no, all kidding aside, if 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 you, if you don't get the joke, then you probably haven't watched a lot, but uh Strikeout Beer Podcast is in the chat. He's doing cheers and cheers to these guys. If you guys haven't checked them out, they're live every Wednesday, and I am a huge, huge fan of their show. I even talk about it at work to the point where Zach's like, shut up. That's not true. Oh, you didn't say that? <laughs> no, actually, I support oh. them, and I say they're really relatable, and I enjoy their content. Yeah, but to me, one time it sounded like shut up because I was going off too much, but either way. That's not what I said. Uh, look at No, Logan, Logan was on time. We're not going to cancel late Logan. He was here. Yeah. Unless your period's late and you're having a baby and we don't know nope. about it. Okay. Nope. He's good. No, nope. I am I am so, not having a baby. Shout out Squeaks Beard. Squeaks Beard. Squeaks Beard. It's been a while. I have a fun trick to show you guys tonight. Yeah, that doesn't quite look like a Genesee beer. No, it's it's not. Unfortunately, I don't have any beer. Well, we're gonna get you a Genesee ice. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're we gonna get are. you so many Genesee ices. Let's see this so, trick. 
Have you guys seen this trick? Shake uh, it up. I mean, I, kind of. <laughs> Can't make a bush yeah, light right. taste worse. Three, four. It's technically five, three whole turns. Six. Okay. Seven. Whoa. All right. So when one of my dickhead sons <laughs> shakes up my beer, I know what to do now. Thank you, sir. Wow, this is a scientific educational show. Yeah, it is. Now, was Three the... full rotations. It, it usually works a little bit better, but this is super smooth. It helps if you have a slightly rougher surface. Was the like slamming that. or the setting of the beer on the table hard important? No, 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 no. That was just me going, boom, this is I'm showing you. I'm putting it on the table. Yeah. He's just using his muscles. Just using my muscles. Muscles. Uh, speaking of muscles, I'm glad that uh, that all of your muscles are starting to be better. You know, you've you've came a long way. I think everything there. You know, you had the bionic arm for a little while, and I'm assuming things are going much better for you. And um, it's good to see, man. I can finally curl 20 pounds 10 times with hey. that arm. I mean, nice. it didn't seem that it was that long ago. Two and a half pounds was was strenuous. I oh, mean, yeah. we were, we were yeah. talking about it, and I was like, holy shit. Well, a month, a month and a half ago, a month and a half ago, I was struggling with a ten-pound weight. So it's definitely yeah. like it's it's definitely getting better. I'll be I'll be back up to thirty-five pounds, hopefully within another month and a half, two months. That's that's fifteen to twenty more pounds than Logan's been able to do his entire life. So uh, whoop, <laughs> yeah, but mine mine is in um, ounces. Mine just repetition. Just go <laughs> light, but go off. He, he's yeah, he's light. He's lighter weight, higher repetition. And uh, shout out Brandon's mustache. That thing is looking fantastic. He had a goal a month or two ago that he was going to have a better mustache, and it is looking fantastic. That is looking good. You know what my mother-in-law said? She was here two weeks ago, and I go, I go, hey, Ma, because I call her Ma. Yep. Whatever. That's what I call my mother. You know, my mother-in-law, but still same. And I go, how's the mustache look? She goes, you're you're getting there. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, maybe she's such a big fan of the show, and she's been used to seeing, you know, this mustache or Toby's great mustache. And sure. Logan, occasionally, when he doesn't hit 40 and has a midlife crisis and grows out a really good beard, he has a pretty good mustache. Right. Toby has a cock on his head. Can't really see it. Moving on to new news. <laughs> that was a – I feel like you guys do that a lot. No judgment. It, it's 2022. <laughs> Things to not Google. Cock on Toby's head. Is yeah. a rooster, and anybody that's just listening, it is his. Uh, it is is it the one that's wearing the cape? Is that, is it not no, the cape? no, no, no. The one wearing the cape is he's sleeping. That might not even be this? the. That might. I, I apologize. It's a chicken on his head. I don't know if that is a oh, rooster. I was gonna say, is that the cock commander? Or? Yeah. Would that be your GI Joe name now, cock commander? What the cock commander? Yeah, commander cock, commander cock. cock. Yeah, yeah. Standing tall, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we've got this one is normally outside, but uh, had a really bad rainstorm last night, and I think he got a little scared. Aww. So, so she came back in tonight, uh, and so can't live. This one was raised with the ducks; it can't live without the ducks. So once it got inside, the ducks started freaking out outside, and it started freaking out inside. So we had to go grab the ducks and bring the ducks inside into a pen inside. And now it just wants to roam the house. Something that probably most of us never thought we'd ever hear in our entire life, but you heard it here on Beard Laws Podcast, episode 158. And we also we're going to talk about trick or treat. <laughs> yeet. 
we're not going to say trick or treat, but we're going to we're going to kind of talk about should trick or treating be during daytime hours or nighttime hours? You know, being, you know, some uh, some parents in here, some people that have also done some trick or treating. We're going to discuss that. And we're also going to talk about cryogenic freezing. There's a facility in Arizona that has one hundred and ninety nine humans and the headline says human bodies and heads. So I kind of want to discuss that a little bit in the more detail. And I'm curious how you guys uh, react to that as well. So I, I think we, if you guys are ready, we'll jump right into the, the, the cryogenic one. I saw yeah, the face. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm, I'm interested to hear I'm in- more about that one. Um, so I clicked and that is definitely the wrong link. Uh, that was about something else. So here we go. So it says, uh, this is from the metro.co.uk. Cause apparently that's where all the good stories come from. And uh, I'd add block plus on. So we're going to go over to Firefox. And uh, says, our patients aren't dead inside the cryogenic freezing facility with 199 humans on ice. But there is mention of Ted Williams, who is deceased. So, I mean, I, I'm very confused by the article and how they're doing that. This just came out, this article, today at 1049 a.m. Not sure if it's U.K. time or our time, but I did see this, and this is pretty wild. So, I'm just going to read a little bit from that. It's um, in Arizona, and there is a, there is a picture um, that I will show here as well. Let's present the screen. We don't need the audio, but right here, there is this picture right here. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing these are some of the patients, and they have them in there, and then they have them in these life extension things. And uh, instantly, I don't know if it, if it does for you guys, but it reminds me of Futurama. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Simpsons with the heads when they when they had the, the mention of the heads I, I think of the simpsons where they had the presidents and everything else in there and the talking heads and everything but well, apparently that was, that was futurama as well yeah. yeah with the heads as well right yep yep same guy wrote them the travel the future isn't it, isn't it matt from futurama as well yeah groaning yeah where groaning. he yeah he travels the he, he's he's a time traveler if, i mean if you nobody can tell Nobody can predict that shit, but uh, uh, inside the tanks filled with liquid nitrogen are the bodies and heads of 199 humans. That's the first line right in the article. Um, They all opted to be cryopreserved with the hopes of being revived in the future. Many of the patients, as Alcor Life Extension Foundation calls them, are people who are terminally ill with cancer, ALS, or other diseases, which there's not a present cure. So the hope is if they can freeze them and then the technology advances years down the road that they're able to find a cure, apparently. I uh, I, want, I want to hear your initial thoughts before you know. There's, is, there's more details. It's going to be like idiocracy where they're just forgotten about and buildings torn down and one day somebody finds them like in the basement of i don't personally i don't believe i don't believe in cryogenically freezing people i don't i don't think it works i i think the moment that that i mean you see you you hear what happens when like people like fall into like ice cold water and like go into shock and their their system shocks and eventually the brain just dies of starvation of oxygen well that's the same thing happening here you're not just going to be able to thaw them out in i mean not to mention the fact look at all the creatures that they have found in ice perfectly mummified but guess what still dead yeah wasn't didn't at some point they find like cavemen or some shit that were like perfectly preserved i know there was a whole movie about it but i'm not talking the movie like in i mean real like life. encino man yeah <laughs> but i thought there was something in real life but obviously they found him preserved and he was completely like he was he was frozen Far but he was, there wasn't any saving this guy yeah there's there's been yeah. a couple of actually there's one recently found i guess yeah just 
Brandon, what's your what's what's your thoughts on this? I see you kind of staring there, and I'm just I, I don't know if it's still you pondering or trying to no. figure out where Black Lake is or no. Well, I, I'll say this: I, I think there's a there's an interesting thing to be said about how we assume the future, what the future is going to be like, and we've been very wrong in the past before. And I'm not necessarily sure. I'm with I'm with Toby on this. I'm not sure that you know we're going to gauge this quite right, and maybe in the future they are able to cryogenically unfreeze uh, uh, human matter, but it's not going to be able to be brought back to life by any means. Cloning, perhaps, of course, but not yeah. the actual person who has the memories and the uh, the je ne sais quoi that, uh, that that person had before, I guess. It's Must just I remind you assholes that Hans, it worked for Han Solo? He wasn't frozen. He was, he was cast he was, whatever. He was, said he was frozen in carbonite. Carbonite, thank you. Same. Why don't they try that? But what? <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's not. This isn't. Uh, this isn't demolition, man. Right? Like they're not just gonna laser cut you out and go through a thawing process and uh, everything's gonna be uh, like the brain's gonna die. It, it doesn't have oxygen. That's pure and simple. It so, needs oxygen to continue to survive. So let's go to these people who, like Matt, read like terminal cancer right or whatever yeah. yeah there's a little girl from thailand who had brain cancer both her parents are doctors they had multiple brain surgeries nothing worked so they contacted this alcor um, she's one of the patients um, also there has been apparently several rumors for several decades that walt disney uh has is frozen and he is part of this that is shot down he's so not there doesn't mean he's not somewhere with something crazy, techno, who knows? With it's Walt Disney, but he is not one of the yeah. patients. But we we spoke about backstage, maybe in the beginning. Ted Williams, legendary baseball player, he died in two thousand two. Is one of the Elcor's frozen patients. So with the with the little girl, mm -hmm. was she dead when they froze her? Um, she passed away. Uh, or like, she, I, I'm, I, I'm, that's a legit question. I'm that I don't know. Like, because or did they one would think like as soon as the body by dies, you can't bring it back. Dropping her in this shit. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, I have the answer to these questions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead then. So, yes, they. In order How do you for say this name? Oh, I'm not good at. I'm not good at those ones. Oh, you rip off MMA names at this I, one here. I'm not good at. I'm not good at South. I'm not good at like South Asia. I'm not great. Nao. Okay. I don't think. Yeah, I would buy that. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, so Zach. So yeah. So for so for cryonics of any kind to take place, the patient has to be clinically and legally dead by their jurisdicting uh, country, nation, where they died. Okay. But as long as it's written in their will and their last rights, um, cryonics professionals can be in place witnessing their death so that cryonics can take place within seconds. The beginning stage of cryonics can take place within seconds of them dying. Hmm. They There's a critical window between death in vitrification that you have to hit in order to avoid what Kobe was saying was critical damage to their brain, um, including the degradation of neural circuits. Um, so that has to be done. The head is, or the whole body is frozen. Um, What's the point of just the head? I think I enjoy, that I enjoy just transplant, head. maybe I don't know, who knows yeah, based on, based on previous uh, like rabbit holes that I followed on it. It's like, with hopes that we would someday be able to like extract memory and consciousness from brains or just do a head or brain transplant. Huh. 
That's what they. I've always heard that's what Walt Disney did. Is that they broke his head so that we could take Walt Disney's brain and put it in somebody else, so then we can have a new age, highly creative anti-Semite walking Hmm. around the planet. (laughs) Jesus Christ! All right, well, that's all right. A sharp fucking turn. Not to switch gears, but uh, there's some famous figures like Paris Hilton who who have signed up for this. America's Got Talent, Simon Caldwell, Caldwell uh, has announced that he was a member in 2011, but has later opted out. Um, and obviously there was there were some other people that, you know, anywhere from ALS to all these different ones. And uh, some of these patients have paid in Bitcoin and uh, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, there's I, a video I, that shows I'm how sorry, a body's prepared for scam it. Because That's even cool. the skin, like you can try to preserve that body, but that body is going to it's going to mummify like, Do you want to see how they're preserved? It needs oxygen flow and everything else for your skin to not, you know, I mean, it can be preserved, but it's, it's, it's going to be, you're not going to be able I to tried to preserve it. my body through alcohol. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Here we go. This is, this is right on the site. No, okay. At this stage of the procedure, uh, we have to wait until the patient's been declared legally dead. We then move the patient. There we go. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to put first, first thing. Yeah, he looks mad. Go ahead, Brandon. First, we take the six figures from the from the patient, put it in our bank account. Yeah. Yep. Then we make yeah. sure they're legally dead by stabbing them the, multiple times. And we're going to cover them in ice oh. and add some water. Obviously, we don't have that here, but we're going to use this. So it's just like packing a cooler. <laughs> put some ice and a little bit of water. It does look like they've got something that goes into the body in order to continue to, I don't know, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, that so basically any cool. good American can do this. Not to get too macabre on us here, but uh, those Europeans—they're wild, man. They're they're, I, 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 and this is probably a turn for the dark for the worse here, a little dark here. But did you guys hear recently about the story of the girl who, um, I don't remember all the details, but she was in some sort of bombing. She survived the bombing, but had very very severe PTSD um, over the last several years, and they euthanized her for her own choice because she just dealt with it so rough wise that she chose to, and, and that, that I read an article on it and I was like, in America, that article wouldn't have read that way. No, but the morality of the question is, 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 is one up certainly up for debate, probably not on this podcast, but my, my, my point is, is like it was done in Europe and like how that was told through the story. It's just, it's so much different than the way we view things morally here in America. It's, Right. I feel like this is just a continuation of Nazi experimentation at this point. Yeah. And th- don't worry, shoe covers are mandatory. They are. Thank God. Did you, if you didn't see that sign, shoe thank covers God. are mandatory. I was worried. Guys walking around with no mask, nothing on, and throwing ice and water in with fresh stuff. kicks that are covered. All right. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's a thing. And uh, so I guess I, I have to ask you guys. I'm I'm going to go with my answer as well, but would you guys, if it was funded by you, would you entertain this? It's the minimum cost, $200,000 to freeze a body and 80000 for the brain alone. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to be alive 80 years could, or like, could you ima- years could, I mean, first things first, could you imagine being woke up, we'll say 200 years from now? Look at the change from... 1900 to 2000 or you know 19, you were there? i mean like i'm just saying like in that 100 years 
advancement yeah. in technology and everything. Like you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. It would be mi- you'd be miserable. That you'd would be the, uh, what's, what's the movie. What's the movie with Tom Cruise um, where Top Gun, Vanilla Sky, where Vanilla Sky, they're like, great. hey, you know, just let you know, you have been cryogenically frozen this whole time. We can unfreeze you if you choose, but just to let you know, the millions of dollars that you had, it's really not going to go very far right now. You're not going to last very long on it. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're like, we can fix your face, but everything else has changed so exponentially. Uh, we're going to recommend that you just don't ever do that. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go the opposite. If I had the money, I'd try it. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. Why not? What's the worst? I'm already dead. I'm just frozen instead of burned. I'd rather give that money to my kids. Yeah. Well, you know, if I had that kind of money that I earned, I feel like the whole saying, you can't take it with you. Fuck yeah. that. I'm taking it with me, but I'm going to freeze yeah. myself. <laughs> Sorry. You guys can figure it out and make your own money. But again, this is not going to happen. Uh, but if it ever does, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I got nothing else. Anybody else have on that? Or we want to uh, switch gears on this? Next. Let's switch gears. It's weird. It's just weird. It is a little weird. Um, trick or treating. This is a this is a nice little topic that's in there. And uh, there's a couple of topics over there. But I thought this one would be interesting. Trick or treating during daytime hours or nighttime hours. What do we think it should be? I mean, obviously, I think a lot of times for us. Uh, there's pretty much snow. It, it's getting a little darker anyways. So by the time you get done work, it's dark in there's trick or treat. But Brandon, uh, you, you're, you're ready to jump in. I think this is tied to another conversation. And I'm not trying to switch the, we can have this debate. And I'll say, I'll say nighttime because that's the best time to do it as, as a kid. It's the most fun. It's dark. It's scary. It's spooky. Yep. Um, but it's wild to me also how much the conversation has switched and it's been a slow s- slope to it um, over the past many years of the talk of drugs being in candy when it comes to we know nobody's throwing, you know, the green stuff in there. We know nobody's going to be wasting that stuff. But the idea of fentanyl, Go ahead. I don't know where I sit on it in, in that uh, thinking people are putting it in there. Obviously, it's fucking terrible and you wouldn't want your children taking anything like that. Right. But what I'm saying is where I'm going with that is is how it's changing the way that people are thinking about doing trick-or-treating going forward. A lot of people are going for these trunk-or-treat events where people come to a parking lot and they open their trunks and they have the kids go around in a circle or in whatever, and they come up and they hand out candy that way so you can kind of see people and kind of know what's going on a little better. Um, I'd like to... We're doing that at at the meetup here. Yeah. Which is a cool idea too, but for me, the nostalgia of, of Halloween was going all the way up and down every street we could until 10 o'clock and coming back with pillowcases full of candy. That was the best. Well, or switching out because you got so you got so full, you'd dump it out and go right back out with your with your buddies. And, and the then trades. the draft, for us, it was the draft that happened afterwards where my sisters and I would pour all our candy out and we would trade Reese's for this or that for this. And love doing that. Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, is, it is sick that you have to worry about stuff like that. And I mean... I mean, at the end of the day, too, you probably there's certain neighborhoods that I can think of around here that you would never try to go trick or treat into, right. you know, in certain houses, you definitely wouldn't. And I don't want to be stereotypical, I guess, but I, I can't imagine you're going to, you know, in a smaller community, I guess it's different than where we are for there. But you're going to know most of the people but you're not going to worry going to, you know, a doctor's house or this guy's, you know what I mean? Like people that you see out in the community, you're probably going to be safe. But it's it's a sad thing to think that. 
they that might be slipping some shit. Possible, right? Yeah, I got yeah, I think people were just fine going to Jeffrey Dahmer's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We take our young kids, like only people we know. We do a block, whatever. Um, we actually skip a house or two. Um, so, yeah, do you think uh, yeah, anybody it's... ever trick or treated at Dahmer's house? That's a good question. Because if they did, apartment. it would have been a trick. I will like, say that. Why are you giving ever jerky have, on Halloween? Not ever have a uh, killing that disappeared on on Halloween. Okay. Yeah. What... I would also like to add that. I agree with with Lillette, and the idea is that no person in their right mind is going to take anything that is going to be a waste of money for them and put it in candy and try to feed it to strangers. But we heard about stories of people putting like needles on the bottom end, infected needles on the bottom ends of of uh, gas uh, uh, pumps and things like that. Yeah. People who are fucked in the mind will do fucked things. Is my point, and so yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't happen often. But it does happen, and it's something you probably should worry about at some point. And my point with this mainly is not we should be worried about it. It's that it's changing the way that people are thinking about in, in communities all across the country how to do this trick-or-treating thing. Yeah. Our community has shifted more towards uh, daytime. It didn't used to be. It used to be yeah. all, sun goes down, like it's a fun town kind of thing. And now it's just it's it almost stops like the sun sun's down and you might get maybe an hour of more kids so about so different than what it used to be about 15 years ago i i noticed that there was a change i remember i was sitting at my house it was like six o'clock at night and there's a knock on my door and i open it up and it's trick-or-treaters i'm like i look up and there's your parents and i went <laughs> fuck are you doing <laughs> to the parents and like oh my god i was like it's 6 p.m i was like here let, let me i'll be right back kids and i came back and i had a beer in each hand and the parents were like what are you doing i was like i don't have candy yet like we're not ready it's not nighttime do they are can they drink <laughs> uh those parents were gone when when we were growing up, <laughs> I at least would have taken the beer and said, "You're right, kids, go next door." Uh, I, it it turned out later on, me and the next door neighbor, we would sit at the end of the driveway together with a cooler, and as parents would pass by, we'd be like, "You want beer? You want beer?" That's okay. what we do. We hand out beer yeah. to the parents. Um, but when we were younger, I mean, I don't know necessarily if it ever was a safer environment for us as kids. Um, I think we just kind of did what we did, and our parents were like. I can make another one if need be. Cause you know, everybody <laughs> had like shit tons of kids back in those days. But yeah, um, I think the presence of social media and things like that have also raised like heightened awareness and not to mention the fact like overblown, like over, uh, you know, exaggerated stories and thrown things into people's mind, making people think that it's actually much more dangerous now than it was when we were growing up i mean when we grew up man that's when milk carton kids were a thing and they were all over the place you couldn't go anywhere without seeing a missing kid sign i mean it was or in canada was, uh, they, they were on the bag milk on the bag milk yeah yep yep missing but, kid on the bag milk it's um i still think that um at, at the earliest dusk like when the sun is below the tree line and you just have a little bit of that orange sky left that's when you start 
if you're yeah. coming out and it's still plenty of daylight and you can see your shadow on the ground, there's no reason for you to be out there yet. And I, yeah. I will, I will add this just real quick. Um, I think it, it changes things up. I think it, it, for us as adults, looking back to the nostalgia board, what it was like for us as kids to be able to uh, trick or treat during the nighttime, how fun that was. But yeah. the idea of these trunk or treat events or coming together as a neighborhood or community to do your own little daytime thing, that can be a cool thing. That could be something that could be, you know, let's bring some drinks, let's bring some sandwiches, yeah. let's do yeah. so it could be positive on both sides, I think. With something with something like that, I, I I don't have a problem with it being during the daytime. Yep. All right. But I'm saying if you're talking about going out like around here, um, we, we have a lot of subdivisions and they're and they're kind of spread out. So you have people will drive their kids from subdivision to subdivision. If you're starting your drive and it's 6, 6.30 at night and people are just getting home from work and you're taking your kids around to go trick-or-treating already, uh-uh. Like, if you're already going to be with you, if you're already going to be with your kids. That's a good point. Yeah. Wait until it gets dark. It was different when we were kids because our parents were like, well, go have a good time. I don't remember one, not one time where I was able to go out by myself that my parents ever came with. Like the moment that I was able to like go out with my friends all day long, that was it, man. Like my yeah. parents were like, well, you, you're able to go out at night and play, play night games, like kick the bucket and stuff like that with your brother and all of your friends. Throw some eggs. You can go out with those same people at night to go trick or treating. Shaving cream. We'll see you mm -hmm. later. Yeah. Come home before school tomorrow. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good conversation, too. And, you know, uh, somebody said in there, too, they've kind of noticed, you know, less decorations, um, which I've, I've kind of noticed around. You know, there's a couple of houses that go real out and just, you know, I guess the expensive the expensive things, uh, whether it's the expense or people just maybe just are not giving a shit, maybe just don't want certain kids at their house handing out candy. And, you know, every every place is different, especially, you know, like where we are country. You, you can't really walk house to house where we are. You go to a town, you go to a village and the trunk or treat events are cool. Certain businesses get their name out. They sponsor. They they throw some stuff. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting things. You know, everybody's evolving in that. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good conversation. No one else is a good conversation. Oh, go ahead, Kobe. And going off of what Nita put in there, that is exactly what I'm talking about. It's this misconception that it was less dangerous for us when we were younger than it is now. I don't believe that it's any more dangerous for kids to go out now in groups to go trick-or-treating on their own without adult supervision than it was when we were younger. Yeah. I yeah, I, I truly believe that it was it was no less dangerous when we were younger. It's just there was less who gives a shit going on. Less people. It was a completely different yeah. time, and we weren't as cognizant of our surroundings, and yep. parents really weren't. That's really when like dual working households just started, and like your parents would be exhausted and be like, "Just go." But there wasn't a day that went by that you didn't hear about another kid missing in your, in, you know, in your town or your neighborhood. It happened every day. It's just not here. Not people here. are more paranoid now than they were back then. Yeah. So we make it more dangerous in our minds than it was when we were growing up because we were kids then and we didn't think about shit like that now we're an adult and now we are thinking about stuff like that so immediately we go to what well, was less dangerous when we were kids no the fuck it wasn't we were just kids and we didn't think about shit like that so we didn't know about stuff like that it's true now but we're adults and we don't we're not thinking like kids if you're a kid your kid thinks it's just as safe out there as we did when we were kids and we thought it was just plenty safe out there. 
did I hear you say, Toby, that your parents said to you, like, how dangerous it was? You be careful out there because blah, 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 such and such will happen. Because that's what I remember. That, that's what they would say. They'd be like, hey, you know, just be careful. Don't talk to strangers. Stay away from this. You know, if you see something, report it. You know, that's it's the same things that I tell my kids when, when they would go out. Yeah. As they're growing up at the same age, but I I mean, we all got, we all got to talk, right? Like you all still, I think kids yeah. are just dumber nowadays. I grew up in Omaha. That's our fault. I agree. I, I grew up in Omaha in the, in the early nineties. I was an eighties kid, grew up in the early nineties. There was a guy in about 85, 86. His name was John Jubert. Won't get into the details about it. You can search it up if you want. He was uh, uh, put to death in the state in like 96, 97. He had abducted some children and did terrible things to them. I was hearing about this as a child in the early 90s from my parents about not leaving the neighborhood because John Jubert's going to come get me. That kind of shit sticks with you 30 years later. Yeah. And, and so to yeah. Toby's point, like we're pushing this on our own kids now too. Yeah. One of the biggest abduction cases in the United States happened when I was growing up and the kid was about the same age as me. He went by the name of uh, Jacob Wetterling. And oddly enough, just a few years ago, they finally discovered his body and the guy confessed. No shit. But yeah, I mean, Jacob Wetterling went missing and it was a huge thing. And so, of course, I got that all the time. But at the same time, I was also well raised. I knew not to talk to certain people. I knew not to get in a vehicle that I didn't recognize that I don't believe somebody if they say that they're a friend of my parents. I I, right. I know right. that because they're getting drunk with my parents right now. All my, yeah, all yeah. my parents' friends yeah. are at home. Yeah. And Bullshit. it's not like you're not, you're not you're you're not my mom my mom's friend Tammy. Tammy's at, with my mom drinking martinis at our house right now. Why do you think I'm out on the counter? <laughs> you're yeah. a liar. Yeah, it's not like shitty people just started becoming a thing in 2020. That's true. That's true. There's been shitty people everywhere, but either way, let's have uh, a, let's have a funner conversation. A yeah. funner one. Uh yeah. you you got uh, you got some hot takes ready, Toby? I, I I I do. He's like, I thought you'd never ask. You guys ready for it? Yeah, let's mm -hmm. do it. All right, let's do the thing. Um, Toby time. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Hot Takes with Toby. For those of you guys that don't know, this is the way that it works. I'm going to bring up a, a topic, which essentially is nothing more than a statement. And the four people that are on the show, we will either agree or disagree with the statement. If we have people that don't see eye to eye, then we give those people a chance to explain why they disagree or agree with the statement. And then after all that's said and done, and we've all had the ability to discuss our reasoning, you, the viewer, get to vote as to whether or not the people that agree were correct or the people that disagree are correct on a voted poll in the live chat. Hell yeah. So, let's go with our first one. I'd rather live without TV than without music. Do you agree or disagree? You'd rather live without TV than without music. Oh, shit. I'll, since everybody else is kind of like, oh, I'll, well, I'll tell you right agree. now. I'll just, Take I'll away agree. my TV. I cannot live. I cannot live without music. So, um, yep, me too. Yeah, I, I'd rather live without TV than without music. Yep, I agree. Matt, ah, oh, man, I need sports. I mean, you're you're allowed to agree, and I I have plenty I of other sports. cards here. I don't watch sports on TV. I watch it on my computer. Does that count? Oh, I mean, yeah. 
I'm yeah. a huge yeah, I'm a huge radio baseball yeah. guy. So. so essentially, I guess I would say I like this: radio. you'd rather go without music than without visual entertainment such as TV, internet, you know, like anything that like YouTube, so like we all, do of, this show? all of that. <laughs> Netflix. We could just be on the radio. We'd, we'd be on NPR. Work, seeing as I work in radio and have worked in radio, I will definitely say that uh, I got to stick with radio. So I'm going to go with uh, music. I, agree. I can't. Music. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even play. The, I can't live without music as well. I, music is is a part of from the time I wake up. There's a song. I, I can't live without music. Yeah. And Zach, you agree? Those, you can. Yeah. No. Yeah. M- for those music, of you, I, mean, I've, it, I haven't had TV in 11 years. So it's, for yeah. those of you in the chat that are saying agree or disagree, you completely passed by the how I said that this game works, and uh, you're the reason why your kids might go missing for Halloween. Just saying. <laughs> I said what I said, honey. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Hey, uh, we also have a first. This is the first time that all of us have agreed on a hot takes question. Music so videos thought, are not music. Not, by the way, music videos are not still music. Yes, they have music, but it's a cinematic version of a song. Yeah, I like it. All right, and you are right, Matt. That is the first time that we've ever all agreed. All right, so we here's one that we got. One. Well, that is the football, most patriotic card ever. Football is the best sport to watch live. Disagree. Disagree. Now, watch live. Or is this watch live at the event or watch live on television? Because that's a different thing. At the event. Uh, it just says to watch live. Uh, how about we go with one of each? So okay. football is the best to watch. We'll, we'll do two, two different rounds. Football is the best sport to watch live at the event. Disagree. disagree. Do you agree disagree. or disagree? Disagree. Disagree. disagree? disagree. Disagree. I also disagree. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what about on TV? Disagree. Disagree. I agree. Ooh. I, uh, you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I'm going to disagree as well. Disagree. I am. I'm honestly with Brandon on this. Oh. It, it's very right. close for me. It's very close for me for my favorite sport to watch live. Um, But I, I do enjoy watching football probably most live on TV. And and and, and I'll, I'll just start the argument and make it really quick and simple. Uh, the rest of Americans agree, which is why we see so many commercials during football games and why it's the most watched sport, uh, not just the, uh, the, the Super Bowl, but if you look at any part of the country that doesn't have, like mine, that doesn't have a pro team, uh, college football is just as important in the South and the Midwest. And so um, football is so great to watch on television versus other sports because it's not as slow as baseball and baseball is great to watch live. It's my favorite sport to watch live. So I'm not putting down baseball by any means. I agree. That's Mm -hmm. the, that's the sport you need to be taking in and all the sounds of the ballpark and everything and the slowness of it and everything. But with football, this is the thing that's that schools like Nebraska need to take in where I'm from my favorite school and shrink their stadium because the future of football is watching it in your basement because it's a much better situation to do that than it is to go to the event. I know fans that have uh, uh, season tickets that spend thousands and thousands of dollars a year to drive or fly hundreds of miles to watch games, eight games a, a year on every Saturday during the fall or every other Saturday during the fall. And they're starting to question things because if teams don't do great or the stadium experience isn't the best, which at many places across the country, college stadiums aren't the best if you're sitting on a hard bench with no seat back. It ain't, it ain't the greatest. And my ass is bigger than that. 
And I'm telling you, this, this don't this looks big on your screen, but it ain't. It's like it's like this. It's like a foot. That's the how big the spots are on the on the bench. It's it's just awful all the way around. No Wi-Fi. I'm pissing in a trough like an animal. Like no, this is. So. All right, Toby, you are, you're going to add to it. You're on Team Brandon. Yeah, so I'm I'm also going to I'm still I'm also going to go with the grief for a reason. For one, it, it, I've been to I've been to live football games. Um I used to go to them when Minnesota played in the Metrodome. Obviously, I grew up watching, but I did enjoy watching baseball more um live um than I did football. For one, with football, I mean, unless you're really kind of close to the field and down towards the center, a, a football field is so long and there's so much going on. It's so difficult to see what's happening. Um, and watching football and the experience of the TV, I love listening to all the background of the players, the commentators. I love being able to see the instant replays and maybe they're pointing stuff out that I missed. Whereas on baseball, I'm not really going to miss much. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and like Brandon was saying that the real experience live is, is baseball. My second favorite is hockey. My second favorite to watch on TV is also hockey, but because things like football and baseball have so much length between where they're traveling, how they're playing, the movement, all the different things that are going on, it's a lot easier to catch and pick up on, and and it pulls you in when you watch it live because you're sucked into the action there. Whereas I think other sports, it's not really necessary for it to be that way. Yeah, I mean... Even when they even when they show soccer on on TV, it's still pulled pretty far back most of the time. So it's almost like you're sitting midway into the stands anyway. Yeah. All right, um, Logan, you want to go next on the why football is not the best sport to watch on TV? I'm not the greatest football fan in the world, anyways. Um, on TV, I it's. The difference between uh, kind of like Toby was saying, like with baseball, it's, it's slower. The the sounds of the game, I think Brandon mentioned that, or one of you guys did. To me, football sounds of the game is ruined because on TV, and this is not to bash Chris Collinsworth because that's a whole other thing, but the announcers never fucking stop talking. I, if it was more geared towards the players and the fans, then I would enjoy it more. Again, I don't. I'm, I'm I'm baseball through and through, and my my second one is soccer, um, but it is what it is. I say that because I I get it. Some people hate soccer, but like with football, if they would just shut up and let me watch the game, I love watching football. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I, I I usually will I, watch. I'll I'll turn oh, on you while we're drinking. Okay, we but um, I just I don't know, and I'll end it. I'll end it with that. That I think I think the sounds of the game of any of even when you watch soccer, World Cup soccer. The Vuvuzelas during the World Cup years and years ago. That was kind of entertaining. It was annoying, but it was entertaining. Tiny clip that. (laughs) Brand, uh, Zach, why is football not the greatest sport to watch on TV? I just think it's, I just think it's boring. I mean, it's so, it's slow. I I think Logan's got a good point. It's very commentary heavy now. Um, It's just, I I just, even at my peak of football fandom, I was never a fan of watching it. Um, I like listening to it, like on the radio, better. I think a good color team and a good play-by-play team makes football a lot more interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just not into it. I just, I never really have been. Um, yeah, I think NBC does a great job with Notre Dame games, but even that, man, I'm hard pressed to watch 
every play. Oh, yeah. But that also may be due to I think Red Zone did a lot to really curb people's interest in broadcast football. Uh, because I mean, let's face it, we have no attention span anymore. And red zone is like football on crystal meth. Like it's <laughs> red zone is the TikTok of the NFL. It is. Yeah, it really awesome. is. Do you, yep. you want to see me get excited about a Jacksonville Jaguars touchdown? Put it at the end of 17 consecutive touchdowns all happening within 10 minutes. <laughs> this is, this is not a, 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 a point to argue. It's just the thing to say, you just said that, baseball is great because it's slow and all these other things. And then in the same voice in the same sentence basically said that we have short attention spans. If we yeah, can you interjected before I even got my turn. I didn't yet. say baseball. I, I did. No, I, know I, I know I did. Either yeah. way, that's a valid point. Um, are, are you good? It's because I'm ready to go. It, to, can I, Baseball's the real best quick. sport to watch. Damn, you already had your turn. I'm, I'm just saying to counter Brandon, what Brandon just said. Hold on. To counter what Brandon said. It's a different slow. There's constant. There's no stopping. Like you're it, a different slow. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> but like to me, watching baseball, the different slow is what's the pitcher gonna throw? What's he thinking? What's what's everyone doing? Where's the shift? What's the runner doing? So that's. And my point had nothing to do with this argument. It just had to do with the, us as people have the ability to have short or long attention spans if we want to. And be complete hypocrites. Yes. Yeah. Complete hypocrites. Uh, that was, I wasn't going to talk about the red zone, but now that he did, yeah, it's for me, I, I spend my entire Sunday watching football. And, I, and it's funny because I'm on the other side of football. If it wasn't for the red zone channel and being able to see all of the plays and all of the bigger plays, being a guy that has so much fantasy, it's hard for me to watch the game of football live. And it's very hard to watch just one game now. So most of the time, like I will have my Steelers game on one TV. I'll have the red zone channel on another and I'm watching them all, but I have to have all of that going on for it to be the best game to watch on TV where to me, college basketball, especially in March Madness, I can watch a game from tip off to the entire game, knowing that this foul shot, this foul trouble, like it's just a little bit more intense to, for, for me to watch it live. So it's going to be that, um, you know, March Madness is right up there with probably one of the best sports, if not the best to watch you know, live on TV. And I'm just, I'm just going to wrap it up from there. I'll give you that. So I am going to say this because uh, Zach brought it up. Mm -hmm. If you've never, if you've never done it. Yeah. If, if not crystal meth, right? Crystal meth, right? <laughs> if you've got a problem with the commentary, heavy football. Yep. Zach brought up a really good point. I will sit back and listen to a football game on the radio all day. So what my grandfather used to do, and this is where I really became okay with the commentary, is my grandfather would turn on the Vikings game and then turn on WCCO radio, and we would listen to the radio broadcast while the TV's sound was turned all the way down. It is the most electrifying way to watch football. You will get so much more excited listening to radio commentary to a live broadcast TV event than you will yeah. if, if any of the commentators on TV. Yep. Absolutely. And he I'm, did the I'm same very exact thing with baseball. He did the same exact yep. thing with hockey. Yep. Radio commentary is a hundred times better than TV co commentary. They tell a better story. And I think too, yeah. potentially we could argue that it, they're not nearly as good as they were because they don't have to just, I mean, a lot of those guys that were really good at radio, 
didn't have TV. I mean, they, they could tell us, and this is a whole different conversation, but yeah, um, I, I'm very surprised too, that um, Zach didn't talk about like MMA or something like that being a sport. I've been that... waiting for my spot to jump in. You already had your spot to jump no, in. No, you didn't let me talk about my, my favorite show to watch live oh, sports here. on TV. You just asked me about football. No, it, you. the whole point was to argue how football wasn't. And then Logan was jumping around. Well, the reason way, we could pout about it all night. I'm not pouting. I'm smiling, actually. I'm enjoying this conversation. Sorry, Where's my candy at? Before, uh, <laughs> is she wearing a, is she wearing a, an NPR shirt, a member station NPR shirt jacket? Angel's a big no. Iowa glass fan. Oh, no. The chime. I get it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I saw the K in four letters and I'm like, oh, anyway, what, uh, before we vote, last thing I want to say is the reason why it's that way when it comes to radio broadcast being the best way and better than, than TV is because they don't, they can't, it's, it's the same with, with television reporters versus radio reporters. As a TV reporter, I get to rely on B-roll as a radio reporter. I have to paint the picture for you and use yeah. the theater of the mind. Yep. It's Absolutely. tougher to bring you into that scene. So that's, and, yep. and we're trained so to do that too. So I, I challenge anybody that has difficulty watching sports because the commentary kind of gets in the way, um, watching sports live on TV, turn it all the way down, get an app that has, has a sports radio on it. Yep. Find the, the game that you're, you're watching and just listen to the game on, on your app while you're, while you're watching it on TV. It's a hundred times better. And boom, we're at MMA. No, we're not. Think... No, we're not. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. Sorry, we're not. I'm sorry. No, we're not. I mean, you've been waiting, and you're just gonna have to wait a little bit harder. That's fine. Um, I'll wait harder. No, listen, listen. I got listen. So hard, so hard. It's awkward. It's touching oh, yeah. my elbow. Um, that's a wild well, thing that Jen that says good. in England because they play so late. They trim the games down. Could you imagine only watching 30 minutes or highlights only? I'd actually watch yes, it. That's called that's called the uh, the Legends Football League, formerly known as the Lingerie Football League. And those women play hard as shit. And I'm so upset that when you watch those games, they're, they're like 20, 30 minutes. It's like 20, 20 to 30 minutes long. And the game and like I I've been I've watched one in person and it was great. Like those women go hard. I do also want to bounce back for what Grimm's comment. Have you have you guys seen David Murphy's tweet from six days ago or so? I have not. No. It was a great tweet. He says, watching playoff baseball, which is a different monster than regular season baseball, watching playoff baseball is like watching a loved one defuse a bomb. It's so true because if you're watching playoff baseball and a team you like is, is in, you are on the edge of your seat every pitch. You are wondering every situation, what's going to happen? Two outs, can they just get one hit here? It's it's a different thing. Yeah, uh, is Logan it knows about a team exploding. Shout out New I, York, man. I will say the same to any like for instance, anybody that wants to get into watching hockey. If somebody's like wanting to get interested in hockey, don't watch regular season. Wait until postseason, then start watching hockey. That's, That's where, where exciting at. hockey really happens. That's where everything's amped up. The crowds are louder. The the game the first couple the first week, early. first week's yeah. awesome. They're back. They're hitting hard. So, like, Penguins came out three nothing in the first period, and uh, yeah, it, it'll. Yeah, I agree with you. Playoff hockey is like nothing else, too. But um, so uh, let's put the poll up real quick. Football is the best sport to watch on TV. You're either going to agree, and then you're going to be on Team Brandon and Toby, or you're going to disagree. You're going to be with us while the poll is going live. In ten words or less, Zach, tell us your favorite sport and why. To watch live. Yes. Live in person? No, no, no. Oh, oh, no. I thought just on TV. I don't care. Oh, yes. on, t on TV, it's MMA. I mean, okay, or, or in fighting in general. 
I think it's great because they fused the the multi-team projection, like multi-team presentation with the broadcast booth and the awesome cinematography that they have with ringside cameras. I think it's great. I think it's a merger of both. I agree, except put that on mute as well. They scream into the microphone. It's so fucking annoying. Some of them do. But, but uh, the cinematography, the though, that you mentioned yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, the camera camera work during Cam- MMA. Camera work in MMA is, is really, really awesome. Well MMA and, and most boxing. Boxing, um, yep. I was going to say boxing. I grew up on boxing, and it's great. If the MMA announcers would just shut the hell up, it'd be awesome. Some of them. I've seen some really good ones. And I'm not, a huge, I'm not a huge fight fan, but with the right card and with Zach getting pumped up throughout the week, and throwing bets out <laughs> that I bet the opposite of his bets. I enjoy now that it's legal to bet. I It's made MMA so much more enjoyable. I, I love watching, to be honest. I love watching the like uh, the uh, undercards. Are they undercards? Yeah, the undercards. Undercards yeah. and the female fights are much more exciting than waiting for that anticipation yep. to have a heavyweight fight last 30 seconds because some dude just gets lands the right shot of a broken leg or a broken oh, wait a minute, though. Or blows out his knee like it happened a couple months ago in the first punch of the fucking fight on the main event. Yeah, but um, oh, um, oh, oh we okay. got twenty two people watching and only seven people have voted on this poll. Let's go, people! I Let's know, go. but it's awesome. We're winning, so you guys, we can. Do you want to end the poll and give Toby his first loss? Hang that L. <laughs> no, well, right, I we'll, figure we'll... I'd probably lose this one anyway because quite a few people that are even in the chat have already said most of them don't even watch sports on TV anyway. Fair enough, but uh, yeah, no, that's that, that's a good uh, that's a good conversation. No, I, I like that card. I like that conversation. And uh, while uh, while that's going there, I know Zach has has been really excited to do his word of the week. Oh Jesus Christ! You're not excited? I, I wasn't. One second, let me find the banner. Oh Jesus Christ! He says. All right, I found the banner. I don't know why we're He's praying. Like, we're already at fifty two minutes. I didn't think we were going to do it today. Of course. Well, we, yeah, we, we didn't do it last. I was expecting week. picker wheel. Oh yeah, we, we got to do the picker wheel. Okay, word of the week, right? Yeah. Oh, the producer Zach, word of the week is prestidigitation. What? The party performer dazzled the crowd with magics and sparks and, and mythical sounds in a stunning act of prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Wow. Were, were you going to give us a definition, not just an example? Read the ticker, Toby. <laughs> I don't. This is my bit. This is like the fifth time we've done it, and you have never read the ticker. No, not I did. I didn't. I did, and I haven't seen the definition. Coming from the word where, where prestige, Toby go? I imagine. Oh, <laughs> come back. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I went full screen. I didn't mean to do that. What is going on over What's here? Going on? All right. Um. Yeah, I still don't see the definition. It's right there. I mean, Trace performed as entertainment. Oh. Nobody is. I'm not doing this. Anymore. Why do I feel like the word has more syllables than the definition? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. That is. Like, do you think you could spell that without? It's like www actually has more syllables than World Wide Web. Press. I can barely press. Press the digitation. Press the digitation. I don't like that. There's too much. Oh, yeah, it, it does not roll off the tongue. I don't think somebody that has a a a, a stutter could say that word. Or maybe that's who came up with that word. Press the digitation. How do you think Mike Tyson would say it? 
Professor Digitation. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Tyson, the views expressed by individuals on this show do not necessarily represent the overall views of the show in general. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Tyson. All right. So it starts with prestige, right? Widespread respect and admiration felt for someone or something on the basis of a perception of their achievements or quality. So we all know that, well, we should, that uh, magicians and all that stuff, magic tricks, was prestige. And then digitation. Which is an amazing movie, from by the, the way. If you haven't seen it, you, you need from to. The stuff. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. The digitation would be the, the viewing of it. That's, that's yeah. good. I like your words, Zach. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Logan. I like it too. I can't spell it. I can barely say it. And apparently I can't press, read it. Press the digitation. Press the digitation. I think you need to teach. You the couldn't kids. even say Simon Cowell. Press the digitation. But it was <laughs> I, it's Cowell. not spelled the way that I spelled. Caldwell. That's how it's spelled. Caldwell Tanner? Nope. That, it's spelled like that. There's there, no D in Cowell. Yes, there is. You want to bet? I'll bring yes, up the I'll give you the D. Now we're cussing each other out. All right. Does anybody have anything for the picker wheel while he's looking? Anything new to add? Yeah, we're looking up. Favorite brand of hot dog buns or something like that? Nathan's. That's not the right. Nathan's has their own buns? Oh, yeah, they do. Have you tried the Hawaiian uh, Nathan does have Hawaiian. They have Hawaiian and uh, what is it? The butterbread buns Nathan has? Unpopular opinion. I love seeded hot dog buns. How about potato bread? Anybody enjoy potato oh, bread? Yes. Huge potato oh, absolutely. Bread. Nope. Logan Logan with no flavor again. It is Simon Coldwell. Maybe Simon Coldwell is a different person. Simon Coldwell would be a different person then because Simon Cowell. Coldwell. And it's no, America. It's America's Got Talent. That's how you spell it. Oh, there's no D in it, but oh, I, I'm, no, I'm educating oh, the wait, youth. Wait, no. It, it is spelled wrong in the article. It is Simon it's Cowell. Si- it's spelled wrong C-O-W-E-L. in the article. So, I, Matt, I apologize because you read and it And I apologize back to you. We're good. Okay. All right. Okay. I read the article. Like, I give a so, shot. Sorry, man. Simon Coldwell. That, that's why I got confused. I a lot of control, gentlemen. To the picker wheel. To the picker wheel. <laughs> to the picker wheel. Please. All right, we're going to spin it. Uh, the What was spun last week was our craziest sexual story, and we're just not going to – we don't have time. I know most of them probably only last three minutes, but we have three minutes left of the show. We're not going to waste it on that. So let's spin a new one on the picker wheel. Hopefully we can get through it. last week? It was crazy, uh, craziest sexual story. We can't do this, this in three minutes. We I can't. don't have time for this. No. We're, we're gonna we're gonna re- yeah. we'll, we'll put this in for next week. That's a good table. Um, and then we're yeah. We're, yeah. we're gonna re- we can't yeah we can't do this in three minutes. I have very big opinions on this. Okay, that's a that's a long one to read. Uh, for anybody there, best instant karma slash karmas a bitch moment you've ever witnessed caused. I'd have to think about that one, but I think that's also a longer story. Yeah, we're gonna put that one back. That's yeah, there's a lot of story. We're all we're hitting like the story and the uh, debate topics tonight, like the serious debate. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Pizza, calzone, pasta dish. So we're choosing which one we prefer. Okay. Okay. Or, do we choose rank. a pizza, calzone, or a pasta dish? If you can only pick one, oh, which one I, do you pick? I could pick one. Jesus. Wow. That's I'm going pizza. Calzone. I'm doing pizza because you can put pasta on top of it. Mm. Ooh, oh, you can put a calzone. God, you can put no. pasta in a calzone. Fuck, it's the matter with you. Shout out Mac and Dog. Mm. Okay, Toby, what are you? Uh, I myself am going with a pasta bread bowl. 
Okay. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with yeah, it. Alfred, uh, an Alfredo bread bowl or a mac and cheese bread bowl. Oh. Why did you just say best pasta sauce, bowl? Toby? Best pasta sauce. Like, what do you What do you go with? Like, what's your pasta dish? Well, I really like a thick red wine sauce, but um, I do. I if it's seasoned correctly, I, I really do like Alfredo. Alfredo's good. I'm a clam and linguine kind of guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. linguine clam sauce, buttery, yeah. delicious. Oh, Grim says calzones just a folded pizza. Fight him. I mean, it is. I don't think anybody needs to fight you. That's just what it is. Yeah. Why does he want to fight us? I don't understand. Yeah, you are angry tonight, Grim. Do you want to talk about it? We get mute, cancel Logan, mute Logan, unplug Logan. Hats are just big yarmulkes. (laughs) And now you want to fight him. What do you mean? (laughs) Hats are just yarmulkes with brims. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to pick pizza. I'm just, I just love pizza. I like pasta, but I love pizza. And calzone, I mean, I was. I'm not going to lie. I was. I was the. I hate Domino's pizza, but they got it right with their with their pasta bread bowls. And when they got rid of the mac and cheese bread bowl, I was. I was devastated, man. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I was. I was destroyed by that. What hurt worse? Like, oh, you can make your own now. You can just make your own. I was like, excellent. Hey, uh, I'd like you to put in the Alfredo noodles. They're like, yep. I'm like, and then cheese sauce. They're like, we can't do that. What hurt worse, the Mexican pizza leaving or the pasta mac and cheese bread bowl? I am not going to lie to you. The probably the the mac and cheese pasta uh, bread bowl from Domino's. Now, what if they what if they bring it back? Would life be complete? I will in the eat food it. World? I will probably eat that for every fucking meal. I'm not even like any time the wife was like, uh, "You, you want to eat out tonight? What do you want?" Uh, Domino's uh, mac and cheese bread bowl. Every time. Toby's army going to pull Domino's on the internet now until they bring back the mac and cheese Red Bull. I think maybe I need to. I think I, you should. Yeah. Doja that, Cat brought back Mexican pizza. Toby's <laughs> army can bring back the Domino's mac and cheese Red Bull. Interesting uh, there, fact: the only reason they stopped doing the Mexican pizza after they brought it back was because the uh, they ran out of the boxes, not the ingredients. Interesting. I'll go with pizza. I mean, it doesn't make it out of the drive-thru, so why don't they just hand it to me on a plate? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no matter what kind of pasta you choose, you can opt to have it served in a bread bowl. This is right on Domino's homepage. Yeah, but they're, like 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 Jennifer said, they're, they're actually going away altogether, the bread bowls. Unreal. Hmm. Well, do you think you could bribe somebody in there to just make it for you? I don't know, Jennifer. What do you think? You think I could what get if you bring your own bread? bread? Bring my own bread bowl? Like bring your own bread bowl. And like, all, throw all some butter. Alfredo in here. Well, he wants mac and cheese. All right, throw some mac and cheese in here. Huh. What is that face? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that, like, that's, that's my. Toby, that's not that, what Toby's face looks like. Not at all. That's my face of Toby when he's just so desperate for a bread bowl and he makes his own. He's like, throw some mac and cheese in my bread bowl, please. I don't see it. No, it looks more like Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. I, I was yeah, thinking having a stroke. I was thinking like I was thinking Slappy the Dummy from the old Goosebumps, like the old Goosebumps cartoons. I never saw him, but it sounds funny. Harry. All right, on Harry that here. note, I was just about to try to put a picture of it in the ticker, but that won't work. No, you can't. You can't put pictures in pictures. Uh, pictures? Picture, you can't put pictures in the ticker. 
Uh, Listen, Simon that, Caldwell. Pictures in the yeah, picture. Simon Caldwell says, hey, we want to shout out our YouTube members. So thank you from Simon Coldwell, Need Auto Metal Queen, Zex, Winnie Toby's Army, Bomber 521, Grimlock, Elo, Lalita, Copper John's Beard Company, Willie Webbs, Rozzy Gardner. You've been whacking off. Who's been whacking off? Where's he whacking off? I don't know. Probably I've on been. Tuesday. Probably is Wait, right what? now. He's been playing a lot of old school 64 and games in his basement, and he's living on his futon. Probably a lot of come on this. Jennifer McCown, thank you. Kush Kelly, Navy Jesse 50, Brooke Phelps, Eugene, Michael, not Michelle, figured that out Tuesday. Fire Lord, Jennifer Soots, Kevin Van Cleve. Why do you guys make me read them all the time? Apparently, I can't read. Angel Lynn Coons? Joe Meyer 86. Yeah, Michael Kruger. Mahala Queen. Let's go. Amanda B. Fitz, Jake Penletta, and who? Rob motherfucking Jones. Jones. We've been practicing that one. Rob, don't ever become an unsubscriber. And thanks to Toby for most of those subscribers. Apparently it was renewed day and we still got some green in the chat. So thank you to all the green in the chat. And uh, Grim finally said something funny. That's Logan's get off my lawn. <laughs> having Bell's palsy episode. Oh, get off my lawn. <laughs> on that. So yeah, on um, that, let's. let's uh, I Logan, go. tell everybody goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.